this morning, and I tell you, I've, I've, uh, uh, a church that's alive is worth the drive. That's what I've always said, and I'm glad to be home. This is my home church, Gospel Light Baptist Church, and I'm glad to see you this morning. And uh, man, it is exciting. My wife was not able to come. Uh, she's actually taking care of my mom, who's in South Florida, and my daughter, who is a missionary uh, from Barbados, her and her husband are uh, now on deputation. They're in South Florida with the helps ministry. And uh, so my daughter came to stay with my mom, but my mom got sick, so my wife said, I'll go and help. And so uh, she's with her grand grandbabies, and so they're, she's serving the Lord in a different part of the country right now. I gave them both the option to come, but they would not get in my plane. Uh, on the way, I flew from uh, Dominica to Puerto Rico, and then from Puerto Rico, I made one flight, six and a half hours from Puerto Rico to Sebring, Florida. And during that flight, I lost my number four cylinder. Mark can appreciate this. And I, I suck, what they call, I sucked the valve. And anyways, my airplane um, was limping. So I finally got my cylinders on Thursday, test flew the plane Friday, and then flew here five hours yesterday. So my plane is over in Hot Springs Airport. And uh, when I leave here, I'll actually go back to Sebring. We'll be picking up a load of supplies and bringing them directly into Haiti. And I'll stay in Haiti for about the month of November. Uh, I'll be, while I'm there, I'm preaching a leadership conference for a young national pastor. He, he, he's, uh, I, I led him to the Lord in, when we were there at the earthquake disaster. That was the birth of our ministry. I led him to the Lord discipled him while we were there, encouraged him to go to a Bible college. I preached, four years later, I preached his graduation service. He's now a pastor in the Dominican Republic, and he set up a leadership conference, knowing that I was coming to Haiti. He set up a leadership conference, and he went out and he got 11 national pastors that are Haitian, that are in the Dominican Republic. He wants me to teach him. So I'll be teaching um, uh, three, three, day, three days, three-hour classes, and uh, in the Dominican Republic, encouraging these national pastors to go and impact your world or may, you know, influence your world. And so I'll be preaching evangelistically every night and uh, also doing some flights in between. So pray for us. Uh, God's still working. I turned the, the church that was in Dominica. We uh, uh, led a young man to the Lord, discipled him. We started a Bible institute. He's in our Bible institute currently. And then from there, he, when I left, I, I had no man to turn it to. He'd already surrendered to preach and surrendered his life to full-time ministry. And I said, guess what? You are going to be the spiritual leader of the church. And he is now pastoring that church. I'm talking to pastor about maybe putting a team together where we can go out and preach an ordination, his ordination service. I led his wife to the Lord, dedicated their baby. And so it's just an amazing, amazing thing that uh, God has done. So this is the first time that little church is being pastored by a national, and uh, it is just amazing. His first service, two souls were saved. And so what a way to start the ministry, right? So the work continues, and, and it's amazing. I, I was actively involved in ministry here, and uh, in the bus ministry, in the addictions programs, in teaching Sunday school, just all kinds of things. God uses active people, and uh, if you're looking for something to do, just get busy, and God will open the doors for you to serve more as well. So I'm glad to be here. I'm looking forward to our, uh, our evenings together, and, and my preacher's got my phone number. If you need to talk about anything, give me a holler. 
I'd love for you to be involved in the ministry, and uh, that's what we do. We, we try to empower people to serve the Lord. I want to say a special thanks to those of you that have given me a birthday card, especially to the youth. Thank you so much for the Colton's gift card. I already know what I'm going to get, and uh, I hope there's enough money on it. No, I'm kidding, but uh, I, I just want to say thank you, and, and thank you to this church for supporting us down through the years. Uh, we are uh, in a transition right now in our ministry. We are, we, since we've turned that church over to the national, we are now coming off the field uh, for, for furlough. We're going to try to raise some more support. We're going to try to do a, our next phase of the ministry. will not be so much pastoring the church as it will be empowering the pastors. Right now we're in 15 different countries in the Caribbean islands, starting from all the way down, well, Puerto Rico, uh, Dominican Republic, Haiti, and then all the way down to Guyana, South America. So uh, somebody asked me, is that all English? I said, thank God it is. There's two countries that we're not in, and that's Guadeloupe and Martinique, and they're French. So I'm not going to try to, but I will use an interpreter, I guess. Anyways, if you have your Bibles, turn with me. This is the exciting part. I love God's Word. How about you? Yeah. Amen. A few of you do. All right. Turn your Bibles to 2 Corinthians in chapter number 5, probably one of the most famous or most quoted verses in the Bible. If I asked you, you could probably quote it. But while you're turning there to 2 Corinthians, I do want to quote a verse for you that's found in Mark chapter number uh, 16 in verse number 15. This is what the Bible said, and it is a missions verse. So it's a, one of the great commission verses. Of course, Matthew 28 is the most famous, but Mark says... And he said unto them, Go you into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And so there's some, there, we break that up a little bit. He wants us to go. It's not a suggestion, it is a command. He said, Go ye therefore. And so your world is this world. I mean, it's, I looked at the globe right there. That's my world. How am I supposed to do all that? Well, you do that by starting right where you're at. We start right where we're at. And, and guess what? He says, preach the gospel in every world. You start in your Jerusalem or your area. I like that on Fox News. You know, that guy Walters, he said, I'm Walters and this is my world. You think about it and keep this focus in your mind. Everywhere you go, that's your world. Right now, today, this is my world. I'm going to do, I, I, I tell you, I, I told the Lord, any chance you give me, I'm going to make an impact in somebody's life. That's what we do. And you should have that in your mind that everywhere you go, no matter if it's at work or it's at school or in college, wherever you are on the ball field, on the ball team, you should live your life on purpose to impact somebody's life. Make an influence. Believe it or not, you are influencing somebody's life whether you realize it or not. I, I see grandmothers with grandchildren. Mamas, you are influencing those children. Could be good or bad. I want it to be good. He said, go ye therefore in all the world, and he gives us command to preach the gospel. Man, he's given us the message. He's given us clear instructions. And then he says, preach, and this is kind of strange, he says, to every creature, every creature. And I think, man, am I supposed to go out to the woods and, oh, there's that turtle right there and preach to the turtle? No, but I am supposed to, if it's on his back, I pull him back up and help him out. In Dominica, one time I was, I was walking by and these boys, they were shooting birds with their BB gun. And I just, I, when I walked up, I seen these birds and they weren't planning on eating them. They were just having fun. And I knocked that gun and they said, what are you doing? I said, man, that's God's creation. That's one of God's creatures. 
I wasn't preaching to it, but I was saving its life. But he says this. He said, go ye therefore into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. This morning I want to talk to you about who you are and who we are in our ministry. We are creature reachers. And our mission is the missions of reconciliation. God has given us a mission and it is the ministry of reconciliation. Reconciliation brings the thought that that one time they were together and then they've fallen away. We see that in marriages. We see that in ministries. We see that in different areas in our lives. But we want to talk about our position in reconciling this world to Jesus Christ. And so we, we start looking at the Bible. And if you're in 2 Corinthians right now, and we're going to look at two things. Basically, we're going to break this up. We're going to talk about the work of reconciliation and the word of reconciliation. And so the first thing we're going to focus on, and there's four focusing factors in the work and the word of reconciliation. First of all, the work it's the ministry of reconciliation. Uh, the verse says in verse 19, uh, it says, watch what it says, to wit or to witness that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Now, I don't know if you caught that or not, but the Bible says that God himself was in Christ and he was reconciling the world unto himself. Listen, I think about that mission that God has. I mean, he's got a, a mission and his ministry is reconciliation. He, I think about the illustration of the um, Apollo 13. I, I'm living in South Florida and you always hear about the Kennedy Space Center and you hear about the, 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 the ships and their programs. And, you know, they have what's called mission control there in NASA. And, and mission control is a group of men and women that are very educated and they have one purpose in mind and they focus on one thing. And when that, when they send that spaceship up to gather its data, I don't know if they're looking for creatures and I don't know if they're creature reachers or not, but I know one thing, mission control is so focused on that mission. Not everybody in mission control gets to go, but a lot of people are important to that part. And when there's a problem, I, I remember the famous words, he said, uh, mission control, we have a problem. You know, and I, and I don't know about you, but there's sometimes that problems arise in our missions. And it's good to be able to contact mission control and say, hey, I've got a problem. And everything at that time in mission control becomes the focus of that mission. And may I say that this church is mission control and, and it needs to be focused on the ministry of reconciliation. We, are, we have got a mission and our mission is to be able to reconcile this world back to Christ. I, I think about this. I think about that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. There was a God in heaven that scene that the, the, there was a separation between his creation and the creator. And the Bible said that God himself donned the robe of a man. He used the vehicle and the body of Jesus Christ to leave the splendors and the glory of heaven to come to his creation. He, he was on a mission. God's mission was a ministry. It was the ministry of reconciliation. God himself got into a body and came to a, a person to person and manifested himself to us. That's the work of God. He's on a mission. 
And he's came to where you are. I like that song uh, that we sing. We, when I could not get to him, thank God he came to me. The song said, you didn't want heaven uh, but without us, so you brought heaven to us. Amen. Some examples that we have, God's focus was on his mission ministry. Some examples of these, he said this, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners unto repentance. That was God speaking those words through the vessel of Jesus Christ. That was God's way and mode of communication was through his son. He said, even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and give his life for a ransom. He said this, he said, the Son of Man has come and to seek and to save that which was lost. You think about that mission. He left mission control, the splendors of heaven, and he came to focus on us. In John chapter 12 and verse 44, in the following, he said, he that believeth on me. Believeth not on me, but him that sent me. He said, I, I, he said, and he that seeth me, seeth him that sent me. He said, I am come a light into the world that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. He said, if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. But I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. That was his mission. He came not to judge us. He came to warn us and he came to love us. And we've seen, as he goes on, we see the method that he used. Yes, he left the splendors of heavy. That was his mission. That was the mission of ministry. But the method that he used, look what the Bible says in verse number 18, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. He said, and all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. Now, I get to thinking about that. God's focus was on the way that he manifested himself. God's focus when he came, this is what his plan was, is he wanted to show us how much he loved us. For God so loved this world. His creation, his creatures, he loves you, he made you, he created you. You were wonderfully uh, made in your mother's womb, fearfully and wonderfully made. God knows who you are, God knows where you are. And he knows your needs. But the way he manifested himself to us is just amazing. He did not come to judge. He came to love us. The way he showed us that he was going to help us was he said in Romans chapter 8 and verse number 1. He said, but God commendeth his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That was his mission. His mission was to come and to manifest himself. He said that God was in Christ reconciling this world unto himself. Reconciling means to, to bring back together. Listen, there's so many people that are in this world that are separated from God. And as a result of that, there's no peace. This world only offers you frustration and heartache and brokenness. But He's come to save you. He's come to help you. He's come to reconcile you that you would have that peace and that joy that was intended for us. Look what it says here in, in Amen, Amen. It says, much more than being justified by His blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through Him. For when we were enemies, listen to that, God was in heaven. We were enemies. We had, we had turned our back on him. We were enemies. 
but we were reconciled to God, listen to this, by the death of his son. That was the method that he chose to use, was the death of his son. But his son showed us how much God loved us. He says, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. As the Father hath loved me, so I have loved you. He says, continue in my love. He said in 1 John 3, 1, he said, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. He said in 1 John chapter 3, verse 16, he said, Hereby perceive we the love of God. This is how we understand the love of God. This is how we understand his mission. He left the splendors of glory. God himself would don the robe of a man named Jesus. Emmanuel, God is with us. He said, I, my, these are not my words, but I am telling you the words, the commandment that my father, he says, and know that this is the commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the father has said unto me, so I speak. This is how we perceive the love of God because he laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay our lives down for the brethren. We see the work that God has done. We see the focus was so intent. There was nothing that robbed the focus of Jesus Christ. He was thinking of you. We sing that song While he was on the cross, I was on his mind. He loves you. He loves me. And he came and he manifested his love to us. If you can't see the love of Christ, you are blind. You are continuing walking in darkness. He has made a way. It, is a, it seems like a mission impossible that he would leave there and come here. Why did he come? Because he loves you. And he has made and provided a way for you to escape the wrath and the judgment that's coming to this world. He wants you to have peace while we're here. But he promises you that he's going to another place. When Jesus Christ arose from the dead on that third day, he said, hey, he says, don't worry yourself. He said, for in my father's house there are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. I'm going back to mission control. I'm going back to my Father that sent me. But I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit of God. That'll be your comforter. That'll be your guide. That'll be your power, your source of strength. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm not going to leave you alone. But I got a work for you to do. So we see His work becomes our work. And it becomes our work through his word look at the next point look at what the bible says we as we transition down he manifested himself now we are into the work therefore he says in verse number 18 watch this we are the messengers of reconciliation when he left he left us a work to do we are the messengers we are creature reachers and that in our ministry is is the ministry of reconciliation that's our mission He's not here, but he's left us here, and he's equipped us. 
Look what it says in verse number 18. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. That's how you got saved. That's how you got saved. You were reconciled back to God through Jesus Christ. Look what it says. And has given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. Somebody says, preacher, I want to be in the ministry. You've got a ministry given to you by God. It is the ministry of reconciliation. God has given you his word. Look what it says. He, look, read down a little further in verse number, uh, verse number 19. It says, to wit that God was in Christ. We understand that. God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, but hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. He's given us a ministry of reconciliation. He has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. He's given to us the power and the equipment that we need. Look, as we read down a little further, look at number, uh, he's, he's committed unto us the word. But look at verse 20. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. Now watch this, watch this. We're creature reachers. He says we are ambassadors for Christ. Don't miss this next part. As though God did beseech you by us. I pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled in God. You say, well, this is the work. This is the word that God's given to us. Don't miss this. Because he says, I pray you as though God himself was begging you in Christ's stead. Look, I'm not God, I'm not Christ. But God has given me and you the ministry of reconciliation. And when I speak to you and when I talk to you, my focus has got to be on the message. The message is that God so loved this world. He gave us a gospel message. He said, preach to every creature. As though we, if we would be focused and understand that as if God himself now is in us. Like God was in Christ reconciling himself to the world, the world to himself by Jesus Christ. He's gone. But he's left us a, a, the word. He's committed unto us a ministry. And he is wanting you to have the mindset that Christ is in me. And I am beseeching you, I'm begging you, I am now the voice of God compelling you to be saved, compelling you to come. There's a God in heaven that does not want you to die. There's a God in heaven that cares about your very welfare on this life. And he's begging you as though God or Christ himself was right here right now asking you come. In the last service this morning, there was a young lady that came uh, right from this side. She came down, and I asked us, I said, sir, I said, do you know for sure you're saved? He said, I do. And I turned to her, I said, ma'am, do you know for sure you're saved? She said, I don't. Why would you put it off? There's a mission. God came. He's done the work. He's left the, uh, uh, he's showed the method of love. And he sent messengers. Our cry is not for you to come till 